Blog Talk Radio. What's up, y'all? It's your boy Rodney Perry. This is Rodney Perry Live, and we are going to be off the chain today. It's my man Jaheem, y'all. Y'all get ready. This show is going to be so off the chain. I love that damn song. <laughs> I love that damn song. This is your boy, Rodney Perry. Uh, first of all, man, uh, this show is going to be flat out incredible today. Uh, I want to thank everybody that's already in the chat room. Um, I want to thank my girl, Essence Paula. I got a couple of guests that's already logged in. I'm expecting a lot of people today because I'm talking to one of them dudes. you understand me? I'm talking to... Uh, a guy I like to call a Hollywood insider, you understand? Uh, I'm talking to a guy that's a flat-out good dude. You know, I'm talking to a guy that when you talk about consistency. See, let me tell you something. As a as a grown man, 40 years old, all I ever ask for is people to be consistent. Like, if you're an asshole, be an asshole all the time. If, if you got something wrong with you, let that be you all the time. Don't let me have to guess who you are. This dude is one of the most consistent people I know, just a good guy all the time. My guest for the day is Mr. Daryl Chill Mitchell. We're going to be talking to him, and uh, we're just going to get it in today, man. We're going to talk about his career. We're going to talk about where he's been, where he's going, and where, where he's going to go in the, the, the future and all that good stuff in between. So it's going to be crazy off the hook today. And uh, before I get into that, i got to get into my schedule. Uh, 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 thank you to Nashville. I was in Nashville, Jazz and Joe's Black Comedy Club in Nashville. Incredible show. Um, and uh, myself, Ryan Evans, uh, Duran Howard. Uh, it, it was just an incredible show. I'm headed to um, the Wayne Dish Performing Arts Center. That's in Sanford, Florida. That's right outside Orlando, September 2nd. That's this Friday. I'm going to be there. It's going to be off the chain. Then I jump on a plane, go to Houston for September 4th for Erica's anniversary celebration. She's been doing her thing down there for three years. She called me, and I'm going down there and kicking her for uh, her, uh, her situation, man. I'm excited about that. And then, and then Cincinnati, I'm coming to y'all uh, October, dates on this joint, October 7th through the 9th. At the uh, Levy Funny Bone in Newport, Kentucky, which is right on the border of Cincinnati and Kentucky. So, Kentucky, I want to see y'all. Cincinnati, I want to see y'all. It's going to be off the chain. But without any further ado, y'all, we need to get this show kicked in the full gear. And uh, uh, I, 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 I really am blessed to, to have certain people's number in my cell phone. And one of those numbers I got is one of those good dudes. I, I think this him. Uh, Chill, you on the line. Hello? Oh, that ain't one. That must be some regular person. You just listen. I'm sorry, four four nine one four. That was I, I thought I thought you was uh <laughs> I thought you was my man. So with 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 that though, we got a lot of stuff going on today. <clears throat> I was watching the um 
and please chime in on any of these subjects. I was watching the Kardashians this weekend. Let me, I don't know if I'm going Kim Kardashian is fine as hell. Is, is anybody else? Man, this, this girl is flat out beautiful. Now, 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 I have to ask myself, you know, as a black man, am I tripping? You know, is, is it a wonder why Ray J and 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 and, and Reggie Bush and is it a wonder why these guys are so enamored with this girl? This girl is flat out beautiful, and I, I put this on my Twitter today, and and and, and black woman was like, well, if she wasn't if she wasn't white, then she wouldn't have all this success. Hold on, wait a minute. First of all, she Armenian. I think they on the bottom uh, of the social economic ladder. Lower than 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 Arabs. They, they, I don't know if they. That's racist as hell. I'm sorry, but, but I don't. I don't even know where the Armenians hash out in the Arab world. I don't know. I don't even know. I don't know where the Armenian. Can somebody even school me? What the? What is Armenian? <laughs> I don't know what it is. But that one and her sisters is fine. Now them Jenner babies. Bruce Jenner kids, now, they look peculiar. You know, it's got to be hard on them to have Kim Kardashian and that other girl. Well, Chloe, Chloe is like the bizarro Kardashian. She she looked like, you know, what Kim would look like on another planet. You know, bizarro Superman, and you go, you'd be like, okay, that Superman don't look like the other Superman. What's wrong with him? So, so anyway, this, this is Rodney Perry. This is Rodney Perry Live. The show is completely live right now, completely live. I got my man Daryl Chilmister. He's going to be calling in today. I'm excited about that. But with with that, we're going to get it in today. We got some um, some friends of mine uh, that, that's logging into the chat. My chat room that went off for a second. Let me get that back up and running. I mean, I don't know what the hell. Hold on, turn me, turn me, turn that off. You know, sometimes this blog talk be trisnipping. Launch it again. That's what I'm doing. But with that, we're gonna um, we're gonna get a cracking today, man. I'm excited. What I'm gonna do right now, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play this joint. I don't know if y'all noticed or not, but Rodney Perry is about to start DJing. That's right. I said it. I'm about to start DJing, and you never know, cause you know people don't know that Rodney Perry is what they call multi-talented. You understand me? You know, I can I can any given moment take. You know my life to the next level. You know, so y'all want to stay on on board this gravy train. Don't get off. Don't get off this gravy train because anything could go down. This is Rodney Perry live. I am Rodney Perry, and we about to get it in today. I'm about to play this joint. This this the hottest joint on the streets right now. If you got if you if you got uh 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 this this uh CD this DVD you you gonna love this, ladies and gentlemen. My man's in them. Jay-Z, Kanye West, the name of the joint is Washington. Hey! 
I'm not sure if he's already on his line. I got I got several people holding, and uh, I'm not sure if they want to talk or not because they didn't hit the one. So I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to three one eight. Four five zero three one eight four five zero. You live, man. It's Rodney Perry live. You never know what we gonna do. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure when it's when it's when it needs to be done, Three one eight four five zero. You you want you want to talk or you want to just listen? Okay, I'm gonna take you. I'm gonna take that as a uh, hell no. Three one three six seven five. You all. This is Rodney Perry live. What's going on with you, bro? Who is? Uh, this is Carl King. Oh, what's up, baby boy? How they treat you today, man? Oh man, every day, every day's a good day for me. Now, now where, where you at in the world right now? Uh, right now, I'm in Detroit, of course. In the I, I in the greater capital. I think three one three. You in the D? Now, now I gotta ask you, man. You 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 a black man in America? Kim Kardashian is she fine or what? Oh no, Kim Kardashian, she fine. Y'all can stop that bullshit. No, <laughs> she fired. Nah, I, 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 don't like, I don't like the way people treat her. I, I, it's almost like she's my girlfriend. I don't like the way people treat this girl. This girl is not down gorgeous, man. I mean, I, I never really looked at her like that because, you know, you heard all the stories of Ray J and different Man, let me tell you something. I saw Ray J. No, I saw the Ray J story. I saw that. You saw that? Oh, yeah, I most definitely saw that. It, it was theatrical, to say the, to say the least, but she, she still got dicked up. I mean, I, I can say dicked up on this show, okay? It's, it's too late if you can't. Shit. <laughs> so, but, but, so, so, so what's, what's going on? Let me ask you this. Now, you, you're from the Midwest. You're in Detroit. And this what I find as a grown man, having, having lived in California for some time, having lived on the West Coast, uh, having, having lived uh, in the South, having lived in the Midwest, having spent time on the East Coast, what people perceive as fine, when they use that word, is different based on their region. So when I say a woman is fine, what does that mean to you? Oh, no, I mean, I don't care, you know, where you're from, Africa to Asia. Fine is fine. Now, fine is just the features. I mean, in Kim, I mean, the thing is, beautiful face, beautiful hair, but, I mean, come on, as a black man, she got to ass to die for, you know what I'm saying? People can say it's fake, it's whatever, but in that video, it was jingling like the ones I fuck with. You know what I'm saying? So, no, Kim, she she the whole package. I mean, that, that girl good-looking, her sister, not her little sister. Oh, she fine. Now she fine. Now, I don't sister, know if it's little sister. Other sister might be better looking at her now. Now that's yeah, yeah, she is. No, no, no. She fine. No, no. That now she fine. She like girls too. And the only thing make a good girl better if you can fuck a girl with her. Man, are you crazy, man? Let me tell you something. I hear dudes say that all the time. You don't not want no lesbian in your bedroom, man. I'm gonna tell you that. Oh right? yeah, you do. They doing yeah, some do. stuff yeah, do. that you ain't ready for. Now, Lesbian can't do nothing I ain't ready for, and I got to flap, you know what I'm saying? She got to do the uh, Voltron thing. She got to put on, yeah, I got the flap. You know, I was born with the flap. I'm good. I got a beat all the way across. <laughs> Boy, you off the chain. Hey, man, thanks for calling in. Keep listening. I have to say something before to, uh, I go, though. Hey. I got to say one thing to you before I go. Me and you met up at the Toledo Funny Bone, you know okay. what I mean? And I'm doing shows up there because of you. I sent you a text the other day to let you know to thank you. Because if you not invited me up, I'd have never met these people, and I wouldn't be working out there. So thank you, brother. Oh, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. I'm glad you made it. I'm glad you made it through. Continue on this grind. Continue on the hustle. If there's anything I can do for you, holler at me. This is Rodney Perry. This is Rodney Perry Live. We are getting it in today. We just got off the phone with Detroit. We're going to Texas. 
Showcase is another comedy club. We ain't got but two in Houston. That's the comedy showcase okay. and the improv. The improv. You know what? I'm going to try to pop in there, big dog. Now, what's your name? Ezra, man. This is Ezra. I'm a comedy. Ezra Washington. Oh, what's okay. Up, well, you come on, Ezra. I mean, don't, you act like you know, I know your voice. Yeah, no. I, I, just, man, I, just got the, I just got the text. I said, man, let me stop what I'm doing and hit my man's show because I ain't never caught it. Man, right I, I'm glad I you called in, Ezra. That's when your boy was talking about Kim Kardashian. You know. Now, 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 Ed, now Ed, I'm going to ask you, you're a black man in America. I'm going to ask you just like I asked my man in the D. Now, when you look at uh, a Kim, well, well, first of all, I think what what a man considers fine varies based on what region he live in. You from Texas, if I say a girl is fine, what does that mean to you? When you say she's fine. That means she got the package. See, I'm Texas. We like them cute in the face, thick in the waist. All right? Okay. So okay. Kim is a star in the Lone Star State. She is the star on the Lone Star State. <laughs> that's, that's just it, Doc. That's it. She cute in the face. She thick in the waist. And all these hating women that uh-huh. keep dogging this girl out, let me say this. Regardless how she got the fame, she took the ball and she running with it. Exactly. She works exactly. With it. I, I, you see what I'm saying? I, you absolutely, you absolutely right, Ed, man. Well said. Hey, y'all. This is Rodney Perry live. My man Ezra is in Houston this week. What's the name of the spot, dog? Where you at? The Comedy Showcase Sunday night. The Comedy Showcase this Sunday night. Go check out the homie. If you're in Houston, you gotta support this dude and you gotta support comedy, man. You know what? This is what's wrong with with with, with black comedy, Ezra. Black people that go to comedy shows. They always want to see a celebrity. And let me tell y'all something. You got to go see the guys that you don't see. White folks, white folks will go see a comedy show just because it's a comedy show. Black folks, we need to go, who's going to be there? Where I'm, where I'm sitting at? You know, you got to get all that. So, uh, hey, man, c- congratulations on your grind. On your hustle. I, I, I blog, man, every every day. And one night, man, on on the show, Monique was talking about how, as blacks, blacks are name-driven. Just like you said, white folk could be walking down the street, just see a comedy club, no name outside or nothing, and they'll just say, hey, I want to go laugh, and they go in. We go up to the front counter, who there? 
Are they famous? No, but they real funny. Okay, we ain't going. They ain't nobody. Get a, invest in the guy when he's struggling. Or the, or the female, invest during the struggle. Exactly. That's the key to making black comics successful. Invest the, and, and, and I ain't no amateur, man. I, I, I mean, I've been, I'm a full-time You've been doing comic, your thing, man. man. Yeah, but yeah. the thing is, it's people that don't know me just because they've never taken the time in any city in the United States to just walk in a club and just see yeah. somebody. You know, Rodney Perry been a beast for years. You know, Very true. but some people are like, I ain't never heard of him. I just seen him on TV because you don't invest the time to go to a comedy club and watch comics. It's a ton of black comics out here that will just crack your ribs. But if, until you waiting to see him on TV, the time to go see him is now. Hey, y'all, this is Roddy Perry Live. That's my man, Ezra, talking right there. You know what, Ed? I'm about to bring Detroit back in. And you know what? It's some ladies in the chat room. This is what I'm going to open up right now. D- Detroit, if you're on the line. Yeah, I'm good, brother. You know what? I'm, I'm going to put something out there because I got, I got Detroit. I got Texas. You got Rodney Perry from the Midwest, been all over the country, all over the world. This is what I want to do. I want to open up what I call a testosterone zone. You understand me? So this, this is what I want to do. We got some real men on the phone. No, 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 no. Uh, what, what Steve Harvey say? Uh, straight talk, no chase. If any ladies is listening right now, if you got a, a point blank question that you want to answer to from from a dude, a real man that that don't have nothing at the hand attached to you, he gonna he gonna give you the straight answer. This is what you do. Call in right now. The number is 718-305-6383. I got my man Troy on the line. I got Ezra on the line. We're going to give it to you straight. Oh, this is Rodney Perry live. You never know what's going to happen. I'm waiting on my man Chill Mitchell. He ain't hit me yet. Or if he on the line, he ain't hit the button. So we gonna, we gonna, we want y'all to uh, call in right now. Ladies, call in right now. 718-305-6383. What you want to know? Hack a man cheat. What you want to know? When my man coming home? Whatever you want to know, we're going to take care of it. Get him on. I see you, baby, in the chat room. Oh, my God. This is going to be crazy today. This is Rodney Perry Live, y'all. I hope y'all are ready for this. Avis Jackson, you got a question? Call in. Essence, Paula, you got a question? Call in. Miss Terry from Cali, if you got a question, call in. Sheila Chadwick, I'm asking all the ladies, all them questions you've been had over the years, uh, how come a man come to things? Uh, I can't believe it. And we got the answers for you. We got the answers for you. We grown men. We've been living this life, walking around on this planet. And we might have some questions for y'all, too. This Rodney Perry, we're going completely live up in here. Now, now, uh, they fellas, got to I'm going to too fast because some of them got to get home too quick. That's all yeah, I was going to say that. I was going to say, I can become quick because I got to go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, well, hey, my old lady pissed off because I've been with you all night. I'm in a hurry. See, see, see y'all wrong. Y'all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's like a race to me. Like, go. You know what I'm saying? Go. I, I, I beat you. I won. <laughs> hey, Rodney, here, here, here's one. I said it off myself. I get it started. Women always want to know, why do men lie? Okay. The reason why okay, men okay, lie. Number one why reason why do men lie. lie? We lie. Because women lie first. 
I disagree okay. with that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't, because I'm not a liar, per se, and um, the reason I don't lie, because my hold, grandfather hold, once hold, told hold, hold me. Hold on, Detroit. Hold on, Detroit. Let Ezra get his little thought out. Go ahead, I'm Ed, sorry, Ezra. I'm sorry, brother. See, we don't, we we lie because women lie first. Women lie without even opening their mouth. Okay? They got the hair. They got the eyelashes. They got the nails. They got the girdle. We don't know the real them when we see them. Bottom line, we don't know the real them when they, they feel like just because they don't come out their mouth, honest, they lie up on the approach. See, we got to let the real us show. If we got some good, we got to let some good show. If we got some gray up there, we got to let the gray show. Women lie, we lie back just because they lie first. Okay, okay, that's Ezra's take on it. Detroit, why do men lie? Or, well, honestly, <laughs> I think that you know, I was I was I was a more serious take. My grandfather once told me a long time ago, people lie out of fear, and fear is what you know about yourself. And I've never let a woman put that much fear in me to have to lie to her. And I'm gonna tell you the truth. Now, as far as cosmetic lies, I weigh damn near 400 pounds. I had nothing, so I was never gonna tell the truth about that. And I got some Viagra in my back pocket, so even the night wasn't lie in my world. So <laughs> based on that, I guess I'm just a big fat lie. <laughs> this is the thing, this is the thing, and, and I think you both have interesting takes on it. This, the question is, why do men lie? Well, this is the reality. Most men lie in an effort to spare that woman's feelings. But what I found in my experience over the years is that women, even when they don't want the truth, they want the truth. So it, it would be better for that other human being in the long run if you just hit them, even with the even with the thing that's gonna bust them in their face, you know. Because a lot of times a man lies just to kind of to kind of um, you know, to, to spare a woman's feelings. Uh, but what I've learned, man, you can't spare nobody's feelings because they're gonna either get hurt now or hurt later. It's probably easier for them if you give it to them right now. This Rocky Perry, I got two grown ass men on the line, and we are going in hard. Now, 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 fellas, I got a question from the chat room from Tara Love Diva, very lovely lady. Uh, she's right here in Atlanta. This is her question. She said, Rodney, I'm working. I can't call in, but where are the sexy men 35 to 45 years old? Okay, well, I would say that, you her know, I, I said, Where the grown-ass men at that's eligible? You know, now, now the thing is, I was like I told them the other day, they out there. But you know, in all honesty, most men, thirty-five or thirty to forty-five, really, if they don't the ball and doing what they're doing, somebody got them. You know, what I'm saying somebody, somebody yanked them up. And we all know about the shortage of black men because of prisons and you know just economically and all those things. So. Black women got to be ready to share a little bit. They got to understand. They got they got to understand that you know it's a tussle war with dudes. And I'm mean, I'm saying that in the most the most honest way I can mean it. I truly believe monogamy with a black man. I think any black man only sleeping with one woman must be the only woman he can sleep with. <laughs> you obviously not married. Okay, I, I have been married for thirty three years, man. Detroit pivot. So you telling me? You you willing to go on record and say I'm married and I'm I'm having sex with more than one woman? Wow, yeah, yeah, I can go on record <laughs> with that with you and my wife, yeah. Boy, let me tell you something. I got this man. He just told you he's the most honest man in America. I respect that more than anything. You know, you know, I, you know. Everybody is talking nowadays about the um, 
be uh, the open relationship. And, you know, I'm not a big fan of that. I like my cheating the old-fashioned way, secret. <laughs> Me too. Hey, and hey, we going we going to the, we going to the chat rooms. Tara Love Diva, she said, "What a, what a grown eligible man that this the re, this the reality, ladies." And if you listen right here, this is Rodney Perry talking to you. I got my man Texas on the line. I got Detroit on the line. But, but and I'm sure they will agree with me. Women, y'all are way too y'all 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 got too many ways to exclude men. You know, a man ain't making enough money for you. If he if he ain't got the right job, he ain't driving the right car, you excluding the guy. So by the time you get around to this guy, he a dog because he realized that he can't be a nice guy and still win. So a lot of us that used to be good dudes, you know, we have stopped being, you know, the quintessential good dude because we realize you don't get no results with that. So where the good dudes, they out there, but you overlooking them. A lot of times the good man is right in your face, and you've been overlooking this guy. Uh, Essence, hey, hey, fellas, hold on. I got to bring this young lady on the line. She got a question. Uh, y'all hold on. Hold on. And let me bring, let me bring, okay, that must be my homeboy right there. Let me bring Essence on the line. Essence, Paula, you are on the line with Rodney Perry. This is Rodney Perry Live. What's your question? Hey, Rodney, how you doing? How you all doing? <laughs> I'm good, babe. Okay, my question is, okay, I, I've been married for eight years. We only knew each other for two months, and we've been married for eight years. Okay, this is our second marriage. But the first thing I want to say, why do men in entertainment, when they're married, why do they always cheat? There's no way to cheat. No, okay, okay, wait, wait, wait. Why do men <laughs> cheat is your question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, now, that, now, now the the connotations with that is is you saying that all men cheat? I I, I as I get older, I, a man and, and I think Detroit mm-hmm. kind of said this: a man is only as likely to cheat as his options. But this is mm-hmm. one thing that me and my wife had a conversation with the other day. You know, mm-hmm. I think a lot of times. And, and I know a lot of women listen to me go say, Rodney, that's some bull. But a lot of women dry their man to cheat because they're insecure. They always checking his phone. They always going through his Facebook, his Twitter page. They always checking. And so I, I told my wife this. I said, Look, instead of trying to always catch me, why don't you do this? Why don't you just treat me real, real good? Now the reality is, ladies, some dudes is gonna cheat anyway. You know, I think on an animalistic level. We are set here to procreate, and um, that urge sometimes supersedes our our good sense. You know, I think when a man cheat, he is really out of his mind for a very short time. So, <laughs> look, Avis Jackson, Rodney, that's some <laughs> oh, that's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the part I'm talking about. Did y'all want to blame it on us? And then when we find out, then it's like, okay. You know, you make it seem like it's all us. So, you know, what's up with that? It, it, no, it's not all y'all. It's not all. This is the thing, and, 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 and y'all agree with me. Men and women, our generation, those of us that's in our 30s and 40s, a lot of us mm-hmm. are products of single-parent homes. A lot of us didn't mm-hmm. have no father, didn't have no mother. So we don't have no mm-hmm. reference point of what a successful relationship is. You know, mm-hmm. the only thing that we've seen somebody do successful is have sex with a lot of people. So that's a lot of times that's all we know. Thank you for the call. That's Essence Paula. Okay. I didn't answer your question, though. 
<laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but I'm glad I took a stab at it. Hey, let me go right here. I think this is my dude. Hold on, hold on. Let me let me see. Four four nine one four. You on the line? What's up, Rodney? This is Big Meech. Big Meech, Larry Hoover, ladies and gentlemen, one of Blog Talks Radio's finest MCs. <laughs> Who? Uh, <laughs> Big Meech, before I, before I go before I get go on to this, I gotta holler at my man Alan Fisher, one of my oldest friends in the world, is in the chat room. What's up, AF? Alan Fisher has been a player. From way back, and Alan Fisher is married now. If Alan Fisher can get married, there's hope for every woman in the world. Cause Alan Fisher was a bitch. <laughs> hey, so Big Meech, what you got, man? Well, this Rodney Perry live. Big Meech is on the line. What's really going on? Well, here's the thing. I'm, I'm gonna hit y'all from a different perspective because I'm not heterosexual. I'm gay. Get out of here. I'm going to ask this to all of my straight brothers, and that question okay. is. Why is it that you fear your woman's gay friend? Now, let me preference this. I'm not talking about the, the flaming snap queen that's trying to hit on you and disrespect mm-hmm. you. I'm not talking about that one. I'm talking about the one that has your girl's back, the one that makes sure that y'all relationship are, are, is together, the one who seems as though she, she relies on and she trusts a lot. Why do straight men find that gay brother uh, to be... Uh, uh, offense to him, or is uh, some kind of competition with him? You, you, you know what, Meech? I think that's a great question, man. I sat on a panel a couple of weeks ago, and, and we 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 talked about some of these questions. You know, can heterosexual men have gay dudes as friends? And and you know, and you know, since you and I, you know, met and connect, I, I consider you a friend. You know, I, I I see you go through some health challenges and things like that. You know, now this. We, we, our relationship part ways, you know, when, you know, when you, you know, you know, if you try to hide at me or something, but, <laughs> but, but other than that, I think, I think that our experience as black men is really not that far away from each other. I did an event a few years ago, uh, uh AIDS benefit, and the audience was probably 70%, you know, gay and lesbian, and, and I had to really ask myself. I was afraid. I was like, "How do I, how do I communicate with these people?" But what I had to realize is that we have the same experience because you know, ninety percent of the audience was black, and so even though somebody's sexual orientation might be different, that don't that do not mean that our experience is that different. You're still a black man in America. You still go through a lot of what I go through, even more so being a gay black man. So I think it. what happens though. What happens is it's kind of a fear. I mean, I used to, I was way more homophobic as a younger man than I am now, and it, it, it's a lot to do with fear. You you feel like you worry like, oh, well, maybe this dude gonna try to holler at me. Maybe this, you know. First of all, most of y'all ain't that cute. You know what I'm saying? Gay <laughs> <laughs> hey, dude don't even want y'all. Hey, hey, Meech, I'm gonna give you a quick story, right? Especially being okay. in entertainment, you. You have to be a lot more tolerant of people with different lifestyles. You have to. You just have to. But I, I, this is when I really, you know, uh, became more understanding about my gay brothers. I, I did an event this year, uh, Memorial Weekend, in Miami, 
um, called the Miami Comedy Fest, right? Now, mm-hmm. this is also the same weekend where they do the gay, the black gay weekend called Sizzle, right? Yes. So he said, yes. So, <laughs> so Sizzle, for anybody that don't know, Sizzle is where black gay men, it's the black gay dude freaknik, right? So That's Sizzle it. is at the hotel next door to us. And and all of the gay males, this is every gay dude you ever, you know, every stereotype, a, a break stereotype. This is regular-looking dudes you've never seen before. These are the thugged-out dudes. This is the uh, the very effeminate guys. These are the guys that dress like women. This is every gay dude you ever thought, right, is at this event. Well, that day, I was probably one of one of a handful of heterosexual people at this hotel. So for the first time in my life, I was the exception and not the rule, and I kind of understood what it what it must be like to be a gay man in this country in this world, because mm. I was a heterosexual man in a completely gay world, and mm. it, it, it must be it must be tough on a daily basis. <laughs> I was gonna say it must be hard, but I did, I had to stop myself. Watch what. <laughs> Because we love it hard. Anyway. Oh, God. I gotta let you go. I gotta let you go. I gotta let you go. I can't take it no more. All right, dog. Hey, that's with me, y'all. He got a great show here on Blog Talk Radio. This is Rocky Perry. I gotta let you go, me. I love you, baby, but I gotta let you go. Hey, man. Man, Kelly High School just showed up in my chat room. I got Sean Cherry in the chat room, Avis Jackson, Alan Fisher, um, we got questions coming out of the chat room. I want to make sure I, I acknowledge that. Um, let me see. Who is this? Uh, da, 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 da. Question. Why a lot of men can't handle a strong-minded businesswoman who enjoys life and less drama? Let me tell you something. That's a great question, and it's kind of a loaded question. Why Why men can't, can't handle a strong-minded woman? Well, strong-minded woman and less drama don't go together, first of all. If a woman is strong-minded, she going to have some damn drama. I just, I'm going to tell you that in a heartbeat. But, and, and my best friend, Joy Wells, told me this. He said, Rodney, he said, you like the drama. You, I think on some level, we are predisposed to a woman that's, that's not a punk, you know. And, and women that's not a punk is going to give you some friction sometimes. And sometimes as a black man, you need that. Like, I'm going to give you a great example. When I first started doing comedy, I used to go to the comedy club, and after the end of the night, they would open up the bar, and we would be able to drink, you know, after the show. I would come home drunk, and I would, you know, my wife would be like, what, what, you know, what, what took you so long to get home? And I'd be like, look, you know, I'm taking care of business. She said, well, how the fuck are you taking care of business if you're coming home drunk? She couldn't have said that no other way for it to have got through to me. To this day, I don't be drunk in a club, but strong-minded is something that I think that that all of us kind of need. Now, on the flip side of that, there's a lot of men that just want a woman to just to just be dainty and 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 be available. A lot of strong women, professionals, um, uh, uh, women that's uh, accountants or lawyers. They just not available enough to the guy that's doing the same thing. 
So it's very hard for two professionals to be together because your life is too busy. The girl that worked at the uh, at at at, 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 uh, at Barnes and Nobles is available. So it ain't that we looking for a less strong-minded woman. It's that you know we looking for a woman that's available when we need her to be available. And, and that goes both ways. I, I know some very powerful women that they want their men to be available. So they got a guy that might not be the most dynamic guy in the room, but that nigga be there every time she needs him. So, hey, this is Rodney Perry. This is Rodney Perry Live. Man, we got, we, we, got, we got a lot going on today. What time is it? We got 20 more minutes in the show. Man, I, my man Daryl Chill Mitchell didn't call in, man, and, and, and you know, he, he's really a straightforward guy. So, you know, I'm the type of person, I, I, something must have happened. You know, for him not to have called in yet, or if he did call in, maybe he on the line. I got I got calls from Louisiana. Louisiana, you listening from Louisiana? Three one eight four five zero. You want to say you want to say hi to the people? Yeah, I'm gonna take that. As, hello. What's up, that Rod? Who that? Is that AF? AF, baby, Alan Fisher here. Oh man, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell y'all about this dude, Alan Fisher, one of one of my oldest. And dearest friends, we go back, you know, man, what is it? Good God, 30 years or something now? Crazy. And uh, uh, we grown men, Alan, former pimp, playlistic, Cadillac uh-huh. Hawking. Oh, come on. Man, <laughs> <laughs> Alan, man, man, we go back so many years, man. Um, you're a married man now, man. What did you have to give up? Ooh, a whole lot, a whole lot, a whole lot. <laughs> man, out of fishing, man. Man, now, 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 you got a beautiful wife, beautiful children, and you know them fishing boys. Y'all be dropping some babies out there. What time now? <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man. It's it's good to hear your voice, man. How's everything down in in Monroe, Louisiana? Everything is good, man. Everything is good. Still a little warm weather, uh, uh, a little warm weather up this way, but uh, everything is good as as of right now, though. No complaints. Yes, sir, man. Hey, man. Thank you for calling in, man. I'm glad you you popped in on the line. My man Clint Sands is in the chat room. I see you, Clint. You know, Clint breaking down some stuff for us too. Y'all, that's my homeboy, Alan Fisher. We go back like motherfucking Cadillac seats around this mug. So, hey, I'm glad you called in. Hold on, Alan. Keep listening, man. Hey, y'all, this is the Rodney Perry Show. This is Rodney Perry Live. Uh, Clint says a strong woman has to have balance. It's cool for her to make her money and handle her bills and not talk shit (laughs) from nobody and not take shit from nobody but still cook. You know what? I agree, Clint. She got to have balance. And and uh, and this the thing as men as men and I pose this to the men that's listening. How do we uh, take our lives to the next level? How how do we work harder? Like this the thing. It came real easy for me to be a father. Like I had father instincts in me, but being a a good husband, I'm still working on it. I'm still learning that. You know, kids. So, and, and this this is what I believe. Y'all tell me if y'all agree with this. Chat room, y'all tell me if y'all agree with this. I think in terms of marriage, I think women go into marriage with, a, at the very least, a working knowledge of what they have in store. Like, when women get married, they have uh, uh, other women. They have support groups. 
you know, like your older women tell you something. Like if an older woman find out you're going to get married, they're like, ooh, baby, don't marry him. His daddy wasn't shit. His granddaddy wasn't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If, 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 if she find out, but if a man, if you're a man, you're on your own. Old men don't tell you shit. An old man just wants you to join the damn club, don't he? Old man, like, I heard you about to marry that girl. Marry that girl. Six months later. That's the type of advice you get from old dudes. Y'all, this is Rodney Perry. This is Rodney Perry Live. We're getting in. Clint says, in the chat room, tell Love Diva. She's in the chat room. It's all about balance. I think that's what we really come to grips with right now. What is it about? It's about balance. Essence Paula, she called in today. It's 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 uh it's crazy, man. I, I want to thank y'all, Sean. Uh, Sean Cherry says, ex- what she say? Hold on, I lost that little comment. She said something sexy too. Hold on. Hey, hey, and this 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 what nobody talked about, ladies. Y'all got to keep it sexy. I'm gonna say it. Rodney Perry gonna say it. Y'all got to keep it sexy. I don't care if you gain a little weight, but be sexy with that. Come to bed every once in a while with some of that lazy stuff on. Not a lot of it, just a little. Y'all be overdoing it. Y'all want to get some stuff that we can't even get into. What's something sexy, but, you know, with easy access? Like, I don't need no bottles. You know what I'm saying? No, I, Rodney Perry don't need no bottles. I don't need no bottles. Matter of fact, this reminds me of a song I did. I was on the road this weekend in Nashville, and coming back, I did this little song. I'm going to let y'all hear it. This is Rodney Perry. Nigga. Man, I got Rodney, you know we ain't got that many. You know I ain't got that many minutes. 
You know I ain't got that many minutes on my phone. Come on, man. Okay, okay, okay. Let's get right into this. I might have to extend this show today. I might have to extend this show. Y'all, y'all still in line. I, I got to extend the show because, man, I, I can't cover everything I need to cover. First of all, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I got to bring this guy in properly. Um, as, as you go through this, this entertainment game, you cross paths with a lot of people. Daryl Chill Mitchell was very instrumental in my career. I hooked up with Jamie Foxx now, I want to say, I can't I, I say what year. If you ever seen Lapapalooza, in the time when Lapapalooza was at its height. I was on stage. I came down to do the comedy festival. I was playing the little comedy clubs, and they were doing a big show. And Daryl Chill Mitchell came in, and me and him just wowed out from the audience at the stage. And it was just so, it was just so kinetic. The energy was great. But what you don't know or what you may or may not know about Daryl Chill Mitchell is he's the most respected actor in Hollywood. Everybody fucks with this dude, from Denzel to Jamie Foxx to to John Lerro Pett to, to everybody. Vivica Fox. Don't leave my right? girl Vivica Fox and Regina King and all that. Vivica Fox to but, but Gabrielle everybody. Union and my girls. We, we, got, we, got, we got to include the girls too, bro. You got to. You got to. And, and, and Daryl is one of those guys that everybody respects. And, and and really, I never told you this. You one of the people that I follow myself after, as as, as far as how you deal with people, man. Because wow. you always you always have a smile. You always cordial, and 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 you always a good person. So, Daryl saw me. He told Jamie Foxx about me. Next thing I know, I went from playing a club with a hundred people to playing a stage two thousand people within hours of each other. So. <laughs> This is one of the things, you know, our careers are made up of little events, and that's one of the events that really helped me get on the national stage. So he's here today. His name is Daryl Chill Mitchell. You might know him as Groove B. Chill, you know. <laughs> you might know him from House Party or any uh, – let me go down. Let me go Let me go down. Let, you might even be a fan of Galaxy Quest or <laughs> 10 Things I Hate About You <laughs> or the movie The Inside Man. This is a guy – that's been doing his thing and killing the game for so long, Daryl Chill Mitchell. In the building. What's the, the source building. of your longevity, man? Hey, yo, man, you know what? The source is just being good to good people, man. You know what I mean? It's like, yo, and when you see good, it's only going to come back, bro. You know, and when you do good, it's going to come back. I mean, when I saw you, man, I, see, first of all, you know I was a hip-hop head. It started with the rap game. So when it right. came to the comedy I love comedy, you know what I mean? So when you see people that's funny, I, I wasn't, it ain't, a lot of times I think people would be threatened by you, Rod, because you just was, you got all the tools, you're just funny, and they was just like, yeah, I can't let this dude stage me. So it was a lot of dudes that probably was trying to get where you was going and probably had the actions, but they was a little threatened. But I wasn't. I was like, yo. And then when I saw it, I was like, yo, Jamie, you got to give him five minutes. Just give him two minutes. Because I just was like, yo, it wasn't nothing else. And, and probably I didn't even know what I was doing. I just was, that's my man. I thought you was funny. Yo, let him rock. But, yo, when you see that, you know what I mean? And I hope, like, you don't, you ain't, don't pass it back, man. Just pass it forward. Do that pass to the forward. next well, pass, And it's going to come back to you because you got that. You got it, bro. That's it. It's just, you know, and just, 
you know, just just being good to people, bro. Just being good to people, man. Okay, first question. Hip hop, the rap game started out in the park. They used to do it out in the dark. Oh no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, my brother. You just you hit me with a lyric. I thought you was going to carry us one. Oh, all right, go ahead. Hip hop, the rap game, movies or TV. If you had to pick one, what would you pick? Yo, I would pick all of them. And the reason why I tell people all the time: first of all, hip hop is the little league of the ghetto. It's the like the little league, not like these good neighborhoods got little league football, little league basketball, little league you know baseball. We had little league hip hop because hip hop was for kids. Wow. When we was doing mm-hmm. it, it was for our kids. You couldn't be over eighteen talking about you was a rapper. That wasn't happening. You understand what it was? Is I had a turntable, Rodney had a microphone, uh, uh, Monique had a turntable, and then we all bought records together, and that's how we formed the crew. So when the crew broke okay. up, you just got to decide who's going to get what, who owned what. But that's because we little kids. So our parents was buying these little pieces for us. So that's why hip-hop was so instrumental to me now as far as what I – that's why I loved it because we really cooked it up. You know what I mean? It wasn't, it wasn't all this MIDI stuff and computer stuff. We had to really put it together. Music right. and movies, I love the process of movies because I just like how – you shoot those little intricate pieces, and then you put it together and create one story. And I, I could sit in dailies all day because I love the process of movies. Television, I did. I started that four-camera live stage. When it took me away from hip-hop, I still had instant gratification of a live audience. Right. So it's the same thing with you with the comedy. That instant gratification when you know you hit it and they is on the ground and you see the drunk dude falling at the foot of the stage just trying to grab your shoe because he's trying to stop you to stop him from laughing. I've seen it happen, Rodney. So, I mean, right. that's good with, with you doing your thing. It's that instant gratification. So, for all three, that's what I got, you know, because hip-hop, to me, you know what I mean? It kept me from doing a lot of things that I could have been doing and shouldn't have been doing. But it was that, you know, putting it together, man. You know what I mean? When we used to go to a park anywhere and plug up into a light pole, man, and just start cracking and then everybody just gather around because it's going down. You know what I mean? Everybody want to hear the latest song, but now you ain't got to go nowhere to hear it. You hear it everywhere, through your phones, through everything. So... All that, you know what I mean, put it together to create the hip-hop artists that were. And, you know, they like that no more. But that's what it all means to me, dog. And I get hey, to man. meet great people along the way, bro. And, and and that's what it's all about. Speaking of great people, um, if you don't know, November 2001, Daryl Chill Mitchell uh, was in a motorcycle accident, and you are now in a wheelchair, for lack of a better word, you haven't lost a step. <laughs> you know, and I, I'm sure I'm sure you went through a, a phase. I'm sure you went through a phase when it was completely, where you didn't see the light at the end of the tunnel. How did you come out of that phase to be the guy that I know right now? Yo, the thing about it, man, is is just knowing that every day, you know what I mean. You gotta treat this thing like a like a drug addict. 
like a person fighting addiction. You never, ever, ever going to fully be fixed. You got to consistently work your mind. You got to consistently stay. Because the moment you think you're good, that's when you're going to fall. So the thing about it is I'm good, but I always tell myself that I still have to maintain my mind, my soul, my spirit, my body. I still got to surround myself with Rodney Perry so I can laugh. I still got to surround myself with Vivica Fox so I can talk. I still got to surround myself with good people, man. You know what I mean? And and and, and know the you know when you when you feel in a certain way, you deal with it. You know what I mean? But you always consistently, you know, you 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 embrace your situation, but you know at the same time I'm not going to accept. This is where I got it. This is it. This is all there is. No, it ain't. You know, you just keep pushing. It's the same thing with you. You ain't accepting just one aspect of your career with you being successful. You're doing multiple uh, multiple things. So that's the thing. It's like, yeah. yo, okay, but you understand, all right, this is what I am. This is the stage that I get. You understand? Because you know at the same time, if you were a white comedian with the with the with the pizzazz that you got and the things that you do, you'd be at another you'd be at a whole other plateau doing something different. You know that and I know that because I know from what we do. But I'm saying the fact that but you it but it don't you don't settle. I'm not going to settle. But I understand my position. I ain't going to settle, and I'm gonna keep on pushing. And that's one of the things I did even in my career. I didn't settle. That's how I got into Galaxy Quest. That's how I became the teacher in 10 Things I Hate About You. That's how I got on the John Lerickett show, because I could have settled for just doing what y'all expected me to do. you know. But I understood my, I understood that I'm going to be fighting from the bottom. I understood that, yo, when I go in these rooms, that these, you know, it, it's going to be a, 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 you got a 90% chance you ain't going to get the job. But you know what? I held on to that 10%. So that's the same thing I do, dog. I hold on to that, that 10, and I work it. I work it. I'm like, yo, I don't focus on the, the, the 60% of stuff I can't do. I focus on the 40% that I can do. And I just maintain, keep going, bro. And then when I can't walk, I go, if I need to get up some steps, I'm going to get Rodney Perry. Rodney Perry going to help me get I, up some steps. I got you, baby boy. Hey, and, 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 and for the ladies out there that's in the chat room, I want them to know that Daryl Chill Mitchell will still break your back. You better see dog and, and crush pelvis bones. Yo, you better holler, dog. <laughs> oh my God! Yo, bring hey, Gatorade hey, to lunch, old boy. Bring Gatorade to lunch. Yeah. Now, now this is what what I know. I, this is this is what I know, dude. You are also you are also trying your hand at stand up. You take hey. a stand up. You you take a stand up all now. Hey, dog. You know what? And I've learned from right. I watch. I've, I've been around the best, and you know, and you one of them. And the thing about it is, one thing I get from you and a lot of y'all: tell the truth, tell the truth. And that's what I do, dog. I just yo, cause I look at my situation, especially from a whole another sad standpoint. And a lot of times, I look, I make people look at themselves, man. I make people laugh at themselves about the things that, you know, that I'm only familiar with. I, I just tell what I know. 
you know, and just let people tell from the standpoint. But I, I learn, I listen from you. I just tell the truth. I just want a platform to tell my story. That's all I want to do is tell my story, dog. And I'm having a good time at it. And that's it's another outlet, believe it or not. It's a it's a way for me to talk, and it's a way for people to hear what they you know what happened. And because a lot of people they lot, it's crazy because people see me and they think, oh, I saw you on the TV show Brothers. I thought you was just acting and you was just you know playing a person in the chair. I'm like, yo, this is ten years later, and they don't know what happened. So it's like you get a chance to tell my story. But, yeah, man, and it's, I'm having a lot of fun, man. You know, I'm building up my minutes little at a time, little at a time. So, you know, they tell people don't be surprised when they see me out on the road with you, bro. I'm coming out there one day. I won't oh, come man, I won't come get it. I won't come. I want to come. Because, see, it will be good for me because, for one, I, you know, a lot of times when I go, I'm going to go and do my thing, but I'm going to go watch your audience because – I'm, I, some jokes I'm probably didn't heard, but I don't go because I want to hear you. I want to hear you, but I like to see the audience erupt because that's what I love. You know what I mean? So yeah. when I see it, it, it goes back to what you said, that instant gratification. Right, and, and but I feel it because you get it, and it makes me feel good. So it's like, yeah, that's what I want to see. So let's get It's just like, you know, I grew up with Rakim. Me and Rakim went to school together, dog. So... I went on, you know how I many shows the Rockins I've been on, but I just love to see the crowd rumble when they hear paid in full. You know what I mean? So it's the same thing. It's like, yo, when Rodney Perry at the stage, it's like, I'm, you know, it's going to, you're going to play that record. You know, you got a favorite record you hear, or you don't, you don't mind hearing it all the time. So when you hear Rod get up and do his thing and watch the crowd rumble, it's like, yo, that's what we're talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, y'all, we, we on the line with my man, Daryl Chill Mitchell. The, uh, those baby. of you that were listening via the Internet, you you, you you're not you can't hear us right now, but those of you who are on the line, stay on the line. We talk to one of the coldest cats in the game, and I'm extending the show today. And uh, <laughs> uh, it, it was my fault that I missed this interview. Maybe we can get Daryl to come back, and we really can chop it up for the whole 45 minutes. Man, dude, I, I'm such a fan, you know, Talk to me about the early years uh-huh. in hip hop. Like you said, you went to high school with Rock Him, dog. What what was that like seeing, you know, going from the park to what hip hop has become? Yo, it was, you know, um it, it, it's an experience like you said, we need forty five minutes, bro. But I'm I'm gonna try to give it to you in a in a brief because Matter of fact, matter of fact, you know what? You know what, dog? Hold that, and we are playing another day because yeah. I, it's my it's my bad, it's my bad, and, and I and I need the whole time because you know me and you get to going. Oh yeah, yeah, we get to get yeah, that in, dog. It, it, it we go, we go. You know, and a lot of times, cause people, you know, the thing is, Rod, man, is you gotta remember something. After house party, I never stop coming. You understand? Bro, this 20 years ago, dog, on five TV shows, multiple movies. So it's not like I was a dude in that time. It's like Ice Cube, man. I'm sure Ice Cube can give you a whole heap of stories, dog. You know what I mean? Because he kept coming. We made a transition from the hip-hop and all the way through, but we remained, you know, the the hip-hop audience followed us. You understand? It was like, yo, okay. And then not only that, but hip-hop artists, Followed us. They continue to follow our path of what we was doing. Tell you know, tell all the way up to last year, I had my own TV show. 
you know what I mean, and still kept coming. So it's not like I, I went away and kept coming. So just watching it, and I was able to study the game from another angle where not a lot of cats had to, they had to change with the game and try to change with the game and try to be something they wasn't, and they fell off. You know, I'm sure you know, you, but you watch the game and you study the game, and you, I still stay connected to the hip-hop. So, I mean, you know, yeah. I sat down and chopped it up with 50. You know, I told 50, I was like, dog, you missed it, dog. Are you missed mm-hmm. it. I was like, my dude, had 50 Cent exploded when we exploded, when when it was true, art, like when you when you got out there, and I'm talking before cell phones, when, now I watch people, when they even like yourself, when you perform, everybody got their cell phone up. And, you know, I watch Public Enemy. People ain't even watching the show. They, they not watching, watching the show. show dog. They just they recording it. I'm like, you're yeah. not ever going to look at that video. Why are Everybody you recording it? Everybody is a cameraman. Everybody is a movie producer now. They're not even there. I watch, yo, watch Rihanna live, man. One day on TV, yo, the whole audience was not dancing. They was recording the show. It was yeah. unreal. So, I mean, like, you know, before, man, you know, you watch people come out like, yo, and lose their mind, and everybody in, you know, they out they seats because they dancing till they sweat, come out the concert with their hair. You know, we were rock stars, dog. We was true rock stars. When you come out, the crowd is going bananas, man. It, it's like that just ain't what it is no more. So it was a whole nother thing going on because everybody, you know, couldn't do it. Everybody couldn't be comedians now. Everybody's funny. Everybody is funny now. You know, everybody couldn't do hip-hop. Now everybody can rap. Everybody couldn't. Now everybody can produce. Everybody can write because, you know, it's a different whole thing, man. You had to have just right. like, I had a beginning story, a middle story, and the ending, you know. they don't, And it's a whole different. That's why I said when the hip-hop, it was a serious expression, man. It was a One thing I learned about hip-hop is it, it, now I realize it's not a culture. People like the hip hop culture. It's oh, not. It was not. It wasn't a culture. It was a vehicle. It was a vehicle of expression because it was about culture. Everybody couldn't do it. Everybody. Couldn't, everybody could do it. Every anybody. White boys is rapping. Indians is rapping. Everybody. So it, it, it just <laughs> it was a. It was a vehicle. You know, but it was a vehicle that we 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 we, we created the vehicle. We we found that vehicle, but we just didn't keep it. We, we as I said, I was writing a song called "Who Left the Gate Open." Who left the gate? Uh, open? Somebody who left, the left the gate open. Yeah, well, basically, so who left the gate open? Because yo, it it done got out the gate. You understand? Right. So. You know, but it was our, you know, it was our lifeline, dog. Hip hop was our lifeline, man. It wasn't like it wasn't about the music, cause I we mean, had to do it. we had to do it, dog. It was like, yo, you know, it wasn't it wasn't about music because we wasn't making music. We were sampling music, and we was taking the music that was already created and rapping over that and expressing ourselves through that. So we was hearing something in these music that we were sampling. You understand right. that oldest red oldest record with with Jay Z and Kanye? That gang, that's so gangster, yeah. But they heard, they heard something. It was something yeah. in that music that told them they had to use that sample. That's what hip hop. That that song right there is hip hop. When you get cause, wow. yo, listen to the music. You probably can come up with some dope lyrics. 
That music told her. That music talked to them, dog. And and now it's so hot. You know why? Because it's dumb. They ain't doing nothing but what everybody. It's it's better than our head already. Right. That's already better than our head. And everybody was. You're already familiar with it. You didn't even know you was familiar with it. it. You ain't even know. It marks a period in your life somewhere. You don't even know. You're just like, man, I love this song. Yo, you heard. Yo, you heard Jay Z rap. You heard Kanye rap. You heard that song before. So the three together is going to make a, a – what else? what else is going to make? Wow. Wow. Hey, man, this is Rodney Perry Live. I'm on with my man, Dale Chill Mitchell. This is the extended version. You'll pick this this part up on the archive. Dale, man, I, I got I to gotta let you go, man. Yeah, bro. If, if, if you would be so kind, man, I'm, I'm going to have you come back, man, and, and we can really chop it up. It was my bad well, to you my know, audience, I'm, to I'm my people take, that's I'm, listening. I'm, I'm going to take some of the responsibility, too, because your assistant did send me an email, but I was busy over the weekend, and I didn't get it. But the moment I got the text, I was like, oh, let me call in. Let me call right yeah. now. So, you know, we but we got to put it back together, man, because you know you my dude, yeah. man, and we gonna we sit down and we bill on it, man. You know what I mean? I love it, man. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Rodney Perry Live. This is my friend, my homeboy, one of the realest dudes in the game, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Daryl Chill Mitchell. Hey, y'all, next week. Next week, we got Dr. Farrah Gray, the youngest millionaire in the world. I'm interviewing this dude. It's going to be crazy. And then and then we're going to do something fly the week after that. And we we got Daryl Chill Mitchell. He, this is my dude, so he's going to come back. We're going to kick it. No doubt. Stay, this is Rodney Perry. I love you, man. Stay love blessed, you too, bro. my dude. One. Yeah.